Welcome to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Hi, I'm Nicole Bernard, and I'll be your host. I've been a small business owner for over 12 years, and I know how hard it is to market your business effectively. With all the tools out there, it can be confusing, and with all the tasks of running a business, it can be hard to find the time. In this podcast, I'll cover best marketing practices, essential tips and tricks to grow your business, and chat with other business owners to glean valuable information that they are using to crush their goals. So grab a glass and let's chat. Hey guys, and welcome back to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Um, This week, I'm super excited to chat because I was checking out your website. We've got so much in common of what we do. Um, But yes, my guest is Lori Hybee, and she is the president and owner of Keystone Click, a digital marketing agency. So thanks for joining me. I'm excited to be here, and I'm very excited to be sharing a little bubble with you. Yeah, yeah, I know. We were just, yeah, if nobody knows this, because we were just talking before we recorded, but it just got there today. Um, How are you enjoying it? It's very tasty. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, that's one of my favorite ones to send. Um, I think I'm just going to keep tagging this winery, and maybe they'll, like, sponsor it or send me free wine. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Great idea. (laughs) Awesome. Um, I'm actually drinking, like... Have you ever had like the kind of cheaper champagne, Andre? I have, yes. I didn't know they put it in the can and I found their can of it today and it's pretty oh, good. Like I haven't I, had it since like college. <laughs> it's It seems like a lot of wines are doing that now, which I think is smart actually. Yeah. Um, it's it's easier to, to open, transport, you know, right. go from, you know, bring it to a friend's house or backyard barbecue or something. Yeah, totally. And then you don't feel like you have to drink like a whole bottle, which is like not necessarily a bad thing, you know, but like depending on when it is or, you know, if you have people with you, but I like, yeah, I love the serving size. Um, So yes, that's what I am sipping on and yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. Um, But yeah, so how long have you been a business owner? You know, how did you get into it? Um, You know, who does it help? All of that good stuff. Oh, lots of fun questions there. So (laughs) I started my business in 2008 and everyone looks at me like I'm crazy when I say that because it was not the best uh, year from an economy and business standpoint. Um, But yeah, so we're in our 12th year right now. And uh, as you mentioned, we're a digital marketing agency. We focus heavily on strategy and research Mm -hmm. to ultimately build a plan and then support the implementation of that plan. Um, we help, we've got quite, um, I'd say a a variety of clients in our portfolio, but we really focus heavier on the B2B space, Mm -hmm. um, with a lot of industrial manufacturers and professional services. Um, we have a, a handful of consumer facing clients as well. Um, yeah, I, I started it because, uh, I just, I wasn't super happy at the agency I was at and, the job market was not very exciting at that time. Right. So, <laughs> so I said, you know what, I'm just, I'm going to leave and I'm going to do this thing on my own. And wow, what a roller coaster ride it's been. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. 12 years. That's a long time. That's fantastic. Yeah. 2008, like we were trying to buy a house during that time. And I mean, I think it took us like six months to close just because, you know, everything was falling oh, apart. Wow. <laughs> yep. Yeah, basically. But um, yeah, so it was like marketing always kind of in your background or did you do anything, you know, else? Yeah, so I started going to school for um, commercial art, (laughs) 
which it's not called that anymore. You know, it's more like graphic design. Um, and maybe oh, that's, that's even evolved. I didn't even know that was the name of it. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually remember like cutting things, you know, to design ads for, for paper. Oh. Um, so that's just dating me a little bit. But um, I was actually working full time at a, at a web development firm while I was going to school for these design. And I realized um, there's two things that really pivoted me to going into marketing. One was um, more self-serving. I'm like, oh, all the guys that are doing sales, the account executives, they're going to lunch meetings, they're going golfing. I'm like, mm-hmm. I want to do that. I don't want to sit in front of my computer all day long. Right? <laughs> um, and then um, the other thing I was in a, while I was working on my um, undergrad, uh, the sociology class I took really inspired me to move into marketing because of messaging. You know, mm-hmm. what you say and what the messages that you're putting out there really has an impact on how people respond and what actions they take. So as someone who is extremely passionate about um, the creative industry, I found that I can still be creative. I can still design. I just don't have to be so, you know, put in a box of what I'm doing. And marketing is, as you know, so broad Mm -hmm. um, and allows a lot of room for flexing that creative muscle. Um, And and so I, I shift my major and went down the the marketing path. And I've always been agency side. Mm -hmm. I worked at two agencies for a combined eight years before starting my own firm. That's awesome. Yeah. I feel the same way. Like just the creativity and the strategy together, you know, using those two components, like it's just so fun. Like, um, I recently wrote a blog too, because like I talked to a lot of business owners who like hate marketing. Like they just don't like doing it. I'm like, how, how can you hate this? <laughs> but that's like me with accounting. Like talk to me about numbers and I'm like, oh, you know? Yeah. Well, when it comes to, yeah, the dollars, I, I mean, I like dollars coming in, but I don't want to deal with all the logistics of yes, how they yeah. got there and, exactly. and who I'm paying. Right. I'm <laughs> that's not way. my expertise. <laughs> um, but that's why we're here. You know, yeah. some people love the numbers and mm-hmm. others don't want to deal with the creativity. Yeah, totally. And yeah, I, I'm kind of with you in the same boat too about like dating, my, dating myself because when I was in college and, you know, got my degree in marketing, social media wasn't even there yet. Like <laughs> no. it wasn't even an option to learn <laughs> uh-huh. about. Uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah, because it's so funny when I talk to people, I'm like, oh, you know, like, I don't know. When I got my degree, it wasn't even around. Like we were reading books and like, I don't know. It's just it's Well, funny. when I started my company, it was a web design and development company. Because social media wasn't really a thing. Right. Everybody's and like, oh, what's a stupid Facebook? Yeah. Or and, and like and the Facebook. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, and it wasn't being used for businesses. Right. I mean, yeah. it was really social, you know, yeah. until until marketers took over. <laughs> right. They're like, oh, we can use and, this. This is fantastic. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's funny because our, our clients would come to us and say, well, you know, for the search engine, it's like, what do I need to do for people to find my site? And what should I do about this, this, the Facebook thing? And, and I would just tell them what to do. And then they would come back to me and say, well, can you do it for me? I'm like, yes. Well, yeah. Well, yes, I can. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we shifted everything. And, and I'm sure you've realized, I mean, the digital world is just changing so fast that you have to, you're constantly evolving your offerings yeah. and, and your service and your expertise to some extent as well. So that's why we really focus on strategy because mm-hmm. the tactics are what's changing. But the strategy, yeah. that's really 
ironclad to some extent. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Yeah, and it's like lightning speed, the way some things change, you know, it's just, mm-hmm. yeah. So, and then, yeah, lots of people are like, okay, explain this. Or like, I remember I put on like a presentation about Instagram, like all of it, like everything. And there were a few people came up after they were like, yeah, can you just do this for me? Uh-huh. I'm like, sure. <laughs> I I remember a few years ago, I used to do, I I speak a lot um, and I would do uh, like workshops on Facebook Mm -hmm. and I would have to change my deck every single time because the platform was changing so fast. I I just decided I'm not doing this anymore. (laughs) Let's let's, let's go a different approach. Let's talk about your messaging that you put on the platform. I'm not going to teach you how to use Facebook. I'm going to you know, like tactically, I'm going to teach you what you should be saying on Facebook. Yeah, totally. Which is so important that I think, you know, a lot of times that's overlooked. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I got to mm-hmm. get on there and do this. But it's like, well, what are you really trying to say? You know? Like, mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Yep. But um, awesome. Okay. So what do you do to balance like work and life? I mean, that's a lot running an agency and you've got employees and, you know, like all kinds of stuff. Um, so do you have any tips on that? Oh, balance. <laughs> it's a funny word, isn't it? <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, you, when, when you, when I hear people say work-life balance, you know, immediately you think of like 50-50, but the reality is sometimes it's 80-20 and sometimes mm-hmm. it's 90-10 and at times it's 0-100 and it could right. go either way. Mm-hmm. You know, the work side is heavier, the family life side is heavier. Um, but I think as long as you know the reality of what you can legitimately handle and you're um, true to yourself on that, that's where the balance equation actually fits. But if you're trying to do, you know, 40% life and 80% work, that's when you lose balance. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, I totally agree. And it took me a while, actually, after starting my own business, like to to recognize that, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you just like, yep. go, 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 go. And it's like, whoa, this isn't sustainable. You know? Yeah. And I think over time, you know, I've just learned where, where my threshold is. And mm-hmm. I think what's really important is communication. Yeah. I mean, as marketers, that's that's what we do. But I communicate with my team and say, hey, you know, I just, I need a mental health day. I'm I'm here if you absolutely need me, but I just need some time to just pause because there's a lot going on. Or yeah. I'll tell my family like, hey, you know what? Next week we've got some really big projects coming in and I'm I'm probably not going to be as reachable and you're going to, I'm going to be working later. So don't expect a lot of me at home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But just being able to express that and they know, you know, and just kind of, you know, like you said, that communication, those boundaries, like, Hey, this is what's coming up in my life. You know, mm-hmm. just as long as everybody kind of knows what's going on, it just makes it so much easier. It does. And I think it helps to make sure you do have balance then because you are, you're being honest to yourself, but you're also communicating and creating the expectations for those around you. Yeah, totally. Oh, I love that. Um, so do you have any like apps or anything that kind of help, you know, your business like thrive or, you know, also help with that balance? You don't have to worry about doing some things like. <laughs> <laughs> I love finding any sort of tool or lever that I could pull to create any sort of efficiency. <laughs> yeah. And there's so many. Oh, like, and then sometimes and yeah. I'm like, oh, I just, I spent so much time trying to find more things that make me more efficient. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, yeah. Efficiency is is definitely what it, 
is so important, especially when you're running a business, a small business where you're wearing lots and lots of hats. Um, Our project management tool, we use teamwork. um, And one of the things that I love about that is the templates for the projects. So that just saves a ton of time there. Um, we use uh, SharpSpring. We're a reseller of SharpSpring, um, which is a marketing automation platform. So we're definitely fans of streamlining your communication with your, your target customers and the ideal you know, individuals that you want to work with there. Um, and I, I think whenever we've done something, we just we have a rule within our team, our office, that every time you do something, you try to do it one percent better than the last time you did it, and that that could include you know the quality of the work, but that could also look at the efficiency of how it's getting done. So if we're we're finding a way to do something better and faster, we want to do it. So it's it's a constant like constantly looking and evaluating our processes and the resources that we have within our disposal. Um, you know, if you're looking for some specific apps, um, yeah, I could just look at my phone right now and tell you <laughs> <laughs> the ones that, the that are open right now. Right. <laughs> um, but I love the 1%. That reminds me, have you ever read the book Atomic Habits? Yes. Yep. Okay. That's a good one. Yep. Yeah. And he talks about just, you know, improving 1% each day or, mm-hmm. you know, each task or whatever. And then eventually, you know, you've, you know, if you do it each day, that's 365% in a year. Like that's huge, you know, but it's not so overwhelming and daunting if you do it in like little chunks like that. So I just love that you do that. Yeah. It's so important. And, and you see, you know, in the immediate action that you're doing something, and, and this took me a while to learn that done is better than perfect, mm-hmm. um, but getting it done, and then the next time you do it, you add that additional 1%, you know, way, way to make it just a little bit better, and then here I am 12 years later, I'm like, God, I love the stuff we're doing right now, yeah. <laughs> but it took time to get to that. This right. wasn't a magical overnight, you know, awesome adventure. It was... A roller coaster ride is the best way to describe yes. being a business owner. <laughs> Yo, like I completely agree. It's like so many highs and yet so many lows, like and oh, like yeah. twist and like oh, twist yeah. and turns. But... I'd say COVID is like the biggest corkscrew that we've ever been on. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh God. Yeah. It's been crazy. It's just been mm-hmm. so so nuts. But um also I was about to say something I completely forgot. That's okay. <laughs> It's um, the bubbly, right? I know it is. I'm like, <laughs> like my cheeks are already all red. Like I can just have oh, like a sip okay. and like it, my cheeks turn red. <laughs> uh huh. I'm the same way. <laughs> Good thing it's not video. <laughs> I know, right? I, I briefly thought lot like thought about putting on video, which I think would be fun, but I don't know. Like I tried it a few times, but I I record in my closet, and so it's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of in. I'm in a makeshift closet right now so I, I can appreciate that yeah because the sound is so much better you know and when mm-hmm. I did it on video I couldn't be in my dark closet with like my Christmas lights you know it just wasn't the same so I've gone <laughs> back to audio <laughs> uh, okay cool um so what is and you might have a few answers for this one um what's your like favorite or most effective way that you market your business well, I'm a big fan of practicing what we preach. And, you know, in digital marketing is all about adding value and providing content to really showcase your expertise. So um, that's exactly what we do. I am a giver all day long, and I simply, I sell by educating. 
Um, so if you follow me on, on LinkedIn, and I know we kind of get to that down the road a little bit. Um, I educate and I share high value, uh, content tips, resources, tools related to anything digital marketing. Mm -hmm. We're doing webinars. We do emails. I've got a podcast. I mean, it's all about, um, showcasing our expertise and then, you know, the inbound marketing philosophy is Mm -hmm. that you, you've proven You've, you've gone through the, they know you, they like you, they trust you funnel. And then when they have, they meaning my, my ideal target customer has the pain that we are the solution for, they're going to come knocking on our door and say, Hey, we're, we're ready to Mm -hmm. have a conversation and do some business with you. Yeah, totally. And it's like, like you said too, it's usually not overnight. You know, it takes a while, you know, like mm-hmm. you got to keep going and people are like, I don't see results. And it's like, well, first off, let's look at your strategy, you know, and then like, but second off, like it takes time, you know, people have to, like you said, know and like, and trust you. It takes a little bit like, um, so yeah, I love all of that. Thank you. Yeah. I, I had a conversation with someone yesterday about that. She was um, she owns a business that's targeting B2B, which is definitely a longer sales process in general. Yeah. And she was looking for that that quick win marketing approach. And I'm like, the reality is you're selling something that is a long buying decision process. Yep. You know, someone does not come to you like they go into a gas station to buy a candy bar. This is a long decision and you have to just continue to add value and nurture. Mm-hmm. And then, and then they're to come. So it takes time and you just have to be consistent. And yeah. I'm sure you preach this to your Right. Yeah. <laughs> your that's clients. the number one thing. Like, be consistent. You can't just do it for three months and go, oh, it didn't work. I'm done. No, you have to, you have to put in the legwork and be consistent at it. Yes, totally. Yeah. It's kind of like that same concept too, from like atomic habits, like they all compound and then eventually, you 100%. know, yeah. So that's just so, and I get it, you know, like there's so many things to do to run our business and like you're not a fan of marketing anyway and things aren't working and you're frustrated, you know, like so many people are just like, oh, I just want some, you know, results. And, but yeah, it is, there's a lot more that goes into it than just like sending out like an email once a month or like randomly throwing up some social posts, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. No, I agree a hundred percent with that. Yeah. Um, so what do you do to like help your business grow? You know, like how do you get out of your comfort zone? And like, do you have any examples of that? Oh, the comfort zone. <laughs> um, another kind of story. mythical word, right? Along oh with yeah. <laughs> no, I've got a funny story about that. So, um, well, I'm a huge networker. I love networking and I really grew my business on building relationships attending, like, you know, join the chamber of commerce yes. and, um, such an advocate for that too. Absolutely. So, um, if you've, you've been to chamber events, you know, like the breakfasts where everyone gets their little 30 second commercial and one person gets five minutes to, to give their spiel. Mm-hmm. Well, it was my turn to do the five minutes. And this was like the first time I've ever presented, um, and I, I thought I could totally do this. And then when I got up there, I was just like a nervous wreck. And I, I said what I needed to say, but it was the <laughs> worst presentation ever. Um, so at least I did it. But the fascinating thing about that is I actually won business from that five-minute presentation. And so when I when I realized that, well, I have something of value to say that people want to hear, I need to work on this. So I went totally outside of my comfort zone. 
I joined an improv comedy class. Oh, that's <laughs> that, awesome. That, that's I thought you were going to say like Toastmasters or something. I did that. It was it was good, but it, it was not the best use of my time. Mm-hmm. So someone recommended doing improv. And it was way out of my, I actually like performed on stage and everything, <laughs> um, which awesome. I would have never thought I would have done. But that helped me totally build confidence and look at the whole being on stage thing from a completely different perspective. Um, I still have a ton to learn. I mean, I'm no, you know, I'm not at the TED Talk level of public speaking, but I aspire to be, and I'm definitely one that shoots for the stars. Um, But that has been a huge factor in growing the business. Again, um, sharing the knowledge that I have and mm-hmm. educating others by creating content. And if I can put that content and be in a room of my, you know, top 50 target customers and I have value to give them, if I can, if I can give it, <laughs> it, it brings opportunities. So, um, that's been huge and it took a lot to get me to do that. And then, you know, starting my podcast, I'm sure just like you were doing, I, I, I've got a funny story about that too, real quick. I, <laughs> yeah. know, I don't want to go too much on a tangent. Um, no, go for I was, it. <laughs> I had a, I have a really good friend, um, Stephen Westner. He has a podcast called The Onward Nation. He's just totally killing it. He's close to a thousand episodes, which just totally blows my mind. Oh, that's um, cool. But this was like early on. I think I was guest number 68. <laughs> but he was hounding me like, you should be a guest. I'm like, oh, my God, no. <laughs> I'm not that type of person. And he just kept poking me and saying, you need to be on my show. I'm like, okay, fine, I'll do this. So I, again, stepping outside of my comfort zone, mm-hmm. I did it. I'm like, oh, that was so fun. <laughs> <laughs> and so eventually I was like, I need to do this for myself. And so I started my own podcast, but yeah, you just got to do it, you know? Yeah. Just, for some reason we have these like limiting fears and beliefs. And it's like, if you could just get over that tiny hurdle, cause that's all it is, is a tiny hurdle and do it, you realize that was not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. This is so easy, actually. Totally. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. Um, yeah, I've mentioned it before on the podcast. Like, I almost canceled, like, the first, like, four or five guests that I had because I was, like, so nervous. Like, I am not someone that usually talks on the phone. I'm very, like, um, yeah, I'll just text you right back. Um, like that, it's just not my thing to like interview people, but that, you know, the champagne helps a little bit, but, um, (laughs) you know, after like the first, like you said, like after the first six weeks, I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. And now like I have met people from around the world who are just like amazing humans and like, Mm -hmm. it's just so many different opportunities have come up. Um, just cool connections of like other business owners. Cause you know, it can be kind of lonely and hard sometimes, but mm-hmm. making these connections and being able to talk. Um, yeah, I, I totally agree. So when did you start your podcast? Is it like relatively new or you had it for a while? Um, 2017. Oh, I'm, I, I, goodness. I, I'm, I want to say like episode, like 200 something to 40 ish. That is so cool. <laughs> What's the name of it? So everybody can check it out. Sure. It's social capital. The topic is networking. I should totally have you as a guest on the show. Um, 
yeah, and that. I just interview professionals and executives uh, globally, which is super fun, like you were talking about, on networking and how networking has helped them get to where they are today. Oh, I love that. Because, yeah, like like I said, when you mentioned the chamber, like I'm a brand amb- like a little ambassador for our local chamber. I mean, it's a pretty small town, but we, we're like an hour east of Portland, Oregon. Or wait, west? East? Damn it. East. We're east. I always like, get those two mixed up. <laughs> So we're in a cool area with like a bunch of little towns, but so mine's kind of small, but the area is kind of big. Uh-huh. Um, and just, I don't know, being able to, to connect and communicate with like the local community has just been a game changer too, you know? And just like, sure. you know, you don't, I know a lot of people are like, oh, networking, I need to go in like business minded. Like, I, you know, I'd like want these many clients and blah, 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 which is great. Like we all have those goals, but I don't know. I've just found it easier to like just connect with people. And then that comes, you know, like as you create that relationship and you keep showing up to the different meetings and, you know, like you said, you share value. Um, you don't like, you know, withhold anything because it's like, well, maybe I can just help and share this information. Mm -hmm. Like that'll help them. And then, you know, kind of like karma, like it all kind of comes back around, you know? Oh yeah. A hundred percent. It's, you know, some people are afraid to give the secret sauce away and it's like, there's no secret sauce. Right. Everything is out there and people can find it if they really want it's to. It's all on Google. <laughs> yeah, it really is. So, so just, you know, prove that you know what you're talking about mm-hmm. and be a resource and help them out. Help them solve the problem they have. And if they want to solve it themselves, awesome. They're going to remember you for doing that. And if they realize I don't have the time or capacity to do this, then they're going to hire you to do it. So yeah. it's a win-win either way. Yeah, totally. And sometimes they'll refer you, you know, like I get a lot mm-hmm. of referral business. So it's like, yeah, all of it, all those different components um, just really add up. Totally. I love it. So what would your advice to like, you know, business owners be to break out? Just start? I think you said that, like, just do it, like get over the little hurdles and go. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. Just do it. Um, if you have, if you have the fears, you have to conquer them. If you're going to start a business, you have to figure out a way to challenge yourself and and get over those little hurdles. Totally. Yeah. And like, you know, like we both said, it's a roller coaster and you got to have some tough skin, but it's amazing too. You know, like it's such a cool thing. I wouldn't want to, you know, have it any other way. I guess. I mean, everybody's different. We all choose different life paths, but it's been such a neat, rewarding, terrifying, all of those emotions all in one experience. <laughs> yep. And they constantly switch like every yes. 20 minutes. Yeah. You're like, this is awesome. Oh my God. What am I doing? Right? <laughs> yes. Oh God. Yeah. Oh, totally. Um, awesome. So we're down to your favorites. Um, what's your favorite book? Well, I just finished the book, um, Choose FI, The Blueprint to Financial Independence. And I'm fairly recently obsessed with this movement, the FIRE movement, F-I-R-E, Financial Independence Retire Early. So um, to check that out. It's actually a lot about numbers, though, because like I said, I hate numbers. It is. Yes. But it's changed my mindset on numbers. Um, which has impacted how I actually manage my business. So, ah, that's awesome. Um, yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm trying to, to tell out. everyone about that because I love it. Yeah. Okay. The Fire Movement—that's what it's called. Because I have a book club too, where we read books from the podcast. So sure. I just want to make sure yeah. I have the title right so I can check it out, yep. and maybe we'll fire. Read it. So um, they they have a podcast. It's called uh, Choose Fi. 
Um, but yeah, that's the book. Okay, sweet. Awesome. What is your favorite drink? I am a sucker for, uh, well, I'm Wisconsin. I'm just going to say that. So uh, bourbon old-fashioned sour. Ah, nice. My parents loved old fashions. Um, I love old fashions. I don't really love them. <laughs> they like, I don't, maybe it was the way my parents made them, but it like gave me heartburn. <laughs> Well, I have to say, I travel a ton, uh, not recently, but um, <laughs> <laughs> nobody makes them the way they do, they make them in Wisconsin. Ah, so okay, good to the know. Wisconsin is the right way. I mean, we're the kind of founders to some extent of the old fashioned. Oh, but, I didn't know that. Yeah, my mom's from uh, Illinois. So, I mean, not too far <laughs> oh, from Oh, <you>. okay. <laughs> not too far away. Um, so I can see, I was like, where, where exactly are you getting your old fashions from here? Yeah. <laughs> right. um, um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I always, if I'll, I'll order old fashions at, you know, the hotel bar, wherever I'm staying at, I'm like, eh, not quite, not quite the old fashioned I was expecting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's bourbon that goes in an old fashioned? Um, or? actually Wisconsin style is brandy, but oh, okay. I prefer, I prefer bourbon in mine. Okay. Good to know. I'm also mm -hmm. making notes because I want to try it again. Um, okay, cool. What is your favorite thing to do to relax? Um, I love the water. I mean, I, I live right by Lake Michigan. I love going to the Caribbean. So anytime I can be, be near the water, whether it's just, you know, sitting on a floaty or in a boat or by the beach, that's, that's my chill time. I agree. There's something so soothing. Like I'm not even like a great swimmer and I don't really like being in the said water, but I like being around it because <laughs> mm -hmm. it's just it's so like relaxing. Very meditative. Yeah, yeah. There's something calming about it. Yeah, totally. Oh, what's your favorite thing to watch? Oh boy. I have lots of things I like to watch. So and, and I would say number one is this is the super nerdy side of me. I love superhero type shows and movies. <laughs> <laughs> I did like, see that you have Batman memorabilia, right? <laughs> I am a Batman geek, yes. So that's like the the core of that. And then everything kind of, you know, spoons off of that to some <laughs> degree. So I'm just obsessed with all and like the, you know, movie world has totally grabbed on to superheroes. So they're getting less of my dollars. <laughs> I love watching all those movies. Yeah, they're fun. They really are. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your favorite place? Where's your favorite place to go? Uh, well, um, anywhere in the Caribbean. I love scuba mm. diving. And oh, that's again, cool. that's the water. So, um, yeah, anywhere there's nice crystal clear, blue, warm water. Uh, that's that's my, my jam. <laughs> Oh, that sounds amazing. I've never been, but like, are you certified or anything or like just? Yes. Yep. Oh, I'm cool. advanced scuba certified so I can go like 110 feet underwater, I think is the, the wow. depth. That is um, so cool. It's awesome. If, if you, well, if you like snorkeling, you would love scuba diving. That's kind yeah. of. Yeah. I've never done either. I say. That's what I said. Uh, I don't really get in the water. I just hang oh, out. Oh man. It's fascinating. By the water. I mean, the majority of our planet is water and the world that what's happening underneath in our oceans is just fascinating and mind blowing and how many creatures, animals, life, it, it just, it, it blows my mind that this is happening and we're just kind of in our daily, you know, cranking right. at the computer, not even aware of what's going on in this totally, completely different ecosystem. It blows my mind. Yeah. I love it. 
Oh, that's so neat. Yeah, I know. Cause like whenever I, you know, we watch documentaries and stuff, I see it. I'm like, oh my goodness. Like you're right. Like you don't think that all that stuff's going on down there. Cause it's kind of, you know, you just don't see it from the top and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like where is like, where's your most favorite place that you've ever been scuba diving? I've been to Roatan, Honduras three times and I love it. Mm. I'm eager to go back. <laughs> yeah. I don't know when that's going to happen though. <laughs> yeah, I know. Hopefully sooner rather than later, but you mm-hmm. know. Um, my husband, he has good, he has friends down in Honduras. Like they came and lived with him and his family during high school. They played soccer. And so he always talks about just how amazing and kind the people were down there and how beautiful it was in Honduras. So yeah, I want to go one day. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, awesome. So where can everybody find you? Like what's your website, social media? Um, I'll put your podcast in the notes too. So everybody can listen to that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, extremely active on LinkedIn, so just look for Lori Hybe. Um, my mother-in-law has the same name as I do, though, so I have the That's funny. <laughs> middle initial J in my name. <laughs> um, uh, but I definitely dominate the internet searches. <laughs> over her. Um, you can follow Keystone Click on Facebook or LinkedIn, and our website is KeystoneClick.com. Awesome. Yeah, I'm going to connect with you on LinkedIn. That is, um, I know, I feel kind of guilty as a marketer. I'm like, I know I should be on LinkedIn more, but I have not been super active. Like, shame on me. Oh, that is but the place to be right I now. Know, and I Facebook. Know. I would say Facebook groups and yes. LinkedIn are like, I spend easily an hour and a half to two hours a day on those two channels combined. Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah, I totally agree. There's a, yeah, there's so many different networking groups on Facebook. Like, sometimes mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to keep up. It's like, Lord. But, um. So that's awesome. Well, this has been so much fun. Like, <laughs> like so happy we were able to connect and. Oh, totally. This is super fun. And I'm drinking champagne, which Yay. you gave me. So it's <laughs> super fun. <laughs> yeah, I know. And it's such like a fun way to end the week on Friday. Like I said, I used to be like terrified and anxious. And now I like look forward to, you know, ending my work week with a sh- like glass of champagne and talking to awesome people like I you. I love it. Well, kudos to you to getting over your fear and actually doing the interviews, you know, it's, once you do a couple, it's easy, right? Yeah, totally. It is. It really is. So, um, yeah. Anybody listening, just, you know, go out there and get over those little hurdles because it is so much better on the other side. (laughs) (laughs) Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much and have a great weekend. Um, and thanks for listening everyone. All right. It was super fun. Thank you.